In Congress, July 4, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles, and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to the candid world. He has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained, and when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people, unless those people were to relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation, have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasions from without and convulsions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislature. He has effected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution 
and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. For quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states, for cutting off our trade of all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefit of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government, and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies, for taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments, for suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burned our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. He is, at this time, transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny, already begun with the circumstances of cruelty and perfidy, scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages, and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens, taking captive on the high seas, to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections amongst us, and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers, the merciless Indian savages, whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince, whose character is thus marked by every act which made a final tyrant, is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our emigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. We must, therefore, acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation, and hold them, as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in peace, friends. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, in general Congress assembled, appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do, in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are, and of right ought to be, free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British Crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all other acts and things which independent states may or might do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. I'm undergoing minor surgery. He has, had, he has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. <laughs> you guys are like bugs. <laughs> And there it is, show 36, here it is, live from Boca Raton, Florida, this is show 36, this is Transmit, I am Gummo, here we go.
Guess who? Take a guess. Take a big guess. <laughs> And welcome. You've made it to show number 36. I've made it to show 36. We have all made it to show 36. It's July 3rd. It's a minute or two after 3 p.m. I'm in Boca Raton, Florida. I'm getting a sunburn. I should use sunscreen, but that's not what I'm doing. I'm doing a uh, show, and you're listening to it. Uh, it's good to be back. I uh, was going to actually kick this show off last week. But I had a lot on my plate, so I uh, had I had a lot on my plate, and uh, so did my uh, compadre. So we uh, sort of postponed things, and here we are. We're bringing it to you now. Tomorrow is the Fourth of July. Hopefully, that intro meant something to you. Am I speaking loud? I can't hear anything. I am wearing uh, headphones. Uh, usually I talk about the weather, so here we go. It's 86 degrees, it's sunny, it's hot as shit outside. I'm inside, obviously. Maybe I should have done this outside, who knows. Coming to you from the Waterstone Resort and Marina in Boca Raton. I had my feet up most of the day yesterday. After I'm done with this uh, little diggy, I'm going to go back outside and put my feet up again. Take a little gander down to uh, Deerfield Beach and uh, see if I can't get a little bit more sunburn on me. Uh, it is good to be back on the show again. And uh, I I do uh, I do sort of apologize. I shouldn't, but I am. Uh, you know, we are way behind in our schedule. Uh, <laughs> programming schedule we we go to uh get a show off the ground and then we uh have a have a postponement or a pause or whatever but nevertheless here we are almost one year out bringing it to you i don't know if we're uh, i don't know if we are like any other hacker show out there i really don't care uh i'm bringing it to you the way that i want to bring it to you I was given free reign. So, does anybody even know what free reign means? It's almost like free range. Uh, it, it is the day before the 4th of July, and hopefully, again, uh, that little intro means uh, something to uh, people who are proud to live in the United States. I certainly, for one, am very proud to be a United States citizen. An American. I love my country. I love everything about it. We have some cool shit here. And we have some really badasses. And that's how it goes. We started it and we're going to finish it. How's that? All right. So enough of the patriotic stuff. Uh, we are Americans and we do celebrate the 4th of July. And some of us uh, get a little overexcited. Maybe I'm a, just a little bit overexcited. Who knows? But uh, I do like the 4th of July. You know, actually, I love the 4th of July. It's a great day to feel proud of who I am and what I'm all about. I feel very uh, proud of uh, my country. And uh, I feel very blessed to enjoy my freedoms that so many others have uh, died for. You know, a lot of people went through a lot of shit to get us to this point, and so you shouldn't take that for advantage, or you shouldn't take advantage of that. Sorry for the uh, language there, but I, I get a little passionate. Okay, so what's going on? Uh, it's You know, there's a lot going on. There's always a lot going on in the technology industry, world, whatever, hackerdom. A lot of conferences. I think I got that off the ground on the last show. I do have a couple interesting things to uh, actually to discuss on this show. Uh, and one of them is just absolutely downright fanatically creepy. And I don't know should I if I should even start off with that or if I should go through the news. What? Let's take a pause. Let's <laughs> let's let's take a let's take a reflective pause and think about what I should do first. Hmm. Oh, no, I'll tell you what. Let's take a moment. <laughs> let's, 
Let's take a collective moment of silence and decide on let, let Gummo decide on what he wants to do. Okay, I've decided what I want to do. All right, I think we'll do the news and then we'll get into a little bit of gadget speak and then we'll just close the show out because uh, that was 10 minutes of your time and of the show uh, down the tubes. So we have a good uh, solid 49 minutes to catch up, spend with each other. I will be back next Sunday at our regularly scheduled time. And I will be back in the uh, Windy City. uh, Where we will do the show from the Aeon building. But for now, no. That's not where I'm at and that's not what I plan on doing. Uh, Having a good time nevertheless. uh, Spending some time with some friends and family down here. It is good. But uh, let me get off that. Let's get on to some news, shall we? Uh, a lot of in- a lot of interesting things have been popping up in the news. Uh, something that uh, was quite disturbing, actually, and, and has been all over the news uh, cycles the past day or so. Uh, there was, you know, if 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 you're anything familiar with what's going on in technology, and I'm sure you are, that's what brought you here. Uh, you will know that uh, Tesla has a uh, car, duh, they have a few cars, and uh, on one of the cars they have the Model S, and uh, one of the uh, confounding features of the Model S Tesla is the autopilot feature, and of course a lot of people rave and rant and review and have loads of great things to say about it, Uh, people shooting videos, taking YouTube videos, watching Movies, listening to music, whatever, while they are uh, in, in the process of driving uh, their Teslas on autopilot. Uh, and, you know, that's cool. That's really great. It shows the advances of, uh, you know, technology and where it's going and whatever. But uh, uh, most recently, and unfortunately, and tragically, uh, here in Florida, uh, a gentleman was uh, driving his Tesla Model S and... Uh, he was using the autopilot feature, and uh, for, from news accounts and reports from eyewitnesses, they say that the gentleman was uh, watching a Harry Potter movie while the car was engaged in an autopilot. Uh, and a semi-tractor trailer was turning left across a divided highway and the um, driver of the Tesla uh, unfortunately met his uh, demise quite rather quickly. Uh, so that that goes to show you that uh, while the technology does exist and it is uh, available, you shouldn't really be watching movies and letting a uh, computer chip guard your life not at this point i don't i don't think it's there uh and uh you shouldn't either well it, it's great to have it's a great novelty at this point that's that's what it is and so you so you should you, <laughs> tesla recommends after after the accident actually uh tesla sent out a uh brief reminder of course that uh the autopilot feature is uh, a feature that enhances the driving experience and at all times you should have both hands on the wheel. And I wholeheartedly concur with that sentiment. Uh, it is a great novelty. It is a great gadget feature, addition, add-on, whatever you want to add to uh, a vehicle. But still, you need to uh, be fully aware and competent of... Um, driving in your surroundings uh in that you know that's you know uh, what was it a month or two ago when i was uh driving back from florida i was i don't know if i'd mentioned it on any of the previous shows but i was driving through tennessee and uh <laughs> we all you know I'm, I'm we're driving through the mountains you know and and to me that's terrifying extremely terrifying uh so we're driving through the mountains and we're, we're doing you know 
you have to do this. You have to do the stay with the flow of speed. So we're doing about 70, 75. And uh, we, we look over. I look over, actually. And there's this young lady with a phone in the center of her steering wheel. And she is uh, she's driving and texting. And uh, it's illegal in, in Illinois. Uh, I'm not sure if it's illegal in Florida. I would hope so. But uh, in Tennessee, it it, it was it, it it blew me away. I was like, "What in the?" I couldn't believe it. I'm like, "Look, you know, I, I wanted to take a photo, but yeah, you know, I didn't want to." But it, it it tripped me out when I saw someone doing that, and I know that happens a lot. Uh, listen, folks, don't text and drive. Don't don't put your life or someone else's life in 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 jeopardy because you you have a message or a post or something. To get out there on the uh, on the internet, what the hell? Seriously? It, you know, when when you see that type of stuff, you, you, at least me, when I see when I see stuff like that, it's just like Jesus Christ. Uh, a lot of, and you know, it, it just. What 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 does it what does it actually take for uh, you know some people to realize that it's it's a um, it, it it's not uh, an if iffy sort of situation it's it's uh, well when am I going to get in a crash type situation and it and it doesn't you know and it doesn't end with that you know uh, there's there's been more recent reports. That uh, people are using services such as Periscope on Facebook to live stream while they are driving. Seriously? Seriously? I mean, uh, what's so important that you have to stream while you're driving? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm simple-minded, but uh, even looking down at the radio, just glancing away from the road for a, sh- a split second is is a distraction. And so if I feel to me that I feel like that is a certain indeed a, a, a distraction. So I, I, I don't even understand the reasoning why uh, some people are using um, live streaming services such as Periscope, YouTube, whatever lively any type of uh streaming service to stream while they're driving don't do it not only are you risking your own peril you may run head on into a family of five and what if and what if they're related to you how would you feel how's that uh with with that said it it has been reported that there have already been incidents where there was one young lady uh, a few months ago who was actually live streaming on Periscope, and she uh, hit another uh, vehicle head-on, perished right then and there. So uh, let that be a lesson. Uh, really, nothing, nothing uh, really needs to be brought to the masses quickly in that regard. Take a little time, take a little caution, use a little common sense if you have it. If you don't have a little common sense, since you uh, have a phone, why don't you uh, search for uh, how do I get common sense? Uh, in other news, <laughs> I'm a, I know I'm a pistol today. There, there's a uh, there's there's a new undersea cable. Google, you know those folks. Uh, they own roughly ninety percent of the uh, search engine space globally if I'm not mistaken I know here in the United States it's a big thing I was working recently with an SEO company and uh, I know you know in in some instances SEO companies are like snake oil salesmen but uh, these this this gentleman he's uh, kind of legitimate uh, in, in his own regard and uh, quite wise in some of his recommendations which I took uh, and he informed me of some uh, particular uh, 
fascinations of uh, search engine optimization and all of that trickery and stuff like that. Uh, but it was interesting to nevertheless hear, and uh, he has built a, a little business around it, which you know, I've seen come and go over the years with many people. But nevertheless, uh, Google, over the past few years, since I believe 2012 or 2014, has been laying down a new cable. Uh, it's a Trans-Pacific cable. And it terminates in Oregon, the state of Oregon, the U.S. state of Oregon. Uh, Google has uh, called the cable Faster. That's the name of it, Faster. And the uh, connection is capable of up to 60 terabits per second. That's pretty uh, It's pretty good stuff there. Uh, it's supposed to be some sort of new biomolecular <laughs> fiber optic uh, ingenious, uh, cool thing. Uh, nevertheless, it went online June the 30th, uh, all, all kidding aside. And uh, Google is uh, beginning uh, to take advantage of that almost immediately. And that's pretty cool, actually. Uh, that's, that's, some, that's some serious speed. I'd like to see satellites hit that. Again, let me let me jump back for a moment. Don't text and drive. Don't just stay the. If, if you get a phone call, e even a hands-free phone call, seriously, pull over. Pull over to the. <laughs> it's like I'm passionate about that. Pull over. Get off the road. Pull into pull into a Krispy Kreme. Grab a hot dozen. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Grab yourself a hot dozen. Take the call. Do your business. Do your thing, nod your head, and then get back on the road and do your thing. There was a time when you could actually drive everywhere without a uh, mobile device in your uh, hand or possession. There was a time when uh, people actually had beepers, a.k.a. pagers, and you would get a beep and then you would pull off to the side of the road, drop a quarter in a payphone. Or trunk the phone and get a free call, whatever. Use a little common sense. You may save your life and you may save others. All right, that's all I'm going to say about that. Please. It's it's, it's very serious. Uh, and staying with the Google theme, because that's who I love. I love Google, right? Actually, if you know me, you know that I, that I really do not uh, care to, that I'm not actually fond of Google. But uh, this past week, Google announced that uh, they, um, they're adding, you know, not, it's not like they have not been tracking you and things that you have been doing over the years. If you uh, are fortunate or unfortunate enough to own a Google account, if you go into your it's really weird uh, going into your Google account settings and uh, you have a privacy checkup feature and page and all of that. Uh, but uh, Google has a new op. Uh, Google has a new uh, thing going on here, and they want to expand the way that uh, they use your data for advertising. Uh, but this time, it is an opt-in sort of situation. And so uh, reports say that over the next few weeks, all of Google users will be seeing notifications popping up in your Gmail or Chrome or whatever sort of Google service that you are logged into, uh, whether or not you want to opt in and allow the change. Uh, Google says that this is for advertising purposes and yada, yada, yada. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's sort of weird and, you know, if you've been to some of the security conferences, you should already at this point know what Google is doing with your information. Uh, they claim that uh, they are um, using using your information, things that you do with their service, which is free to you, of course, to offer up adverti advertisements. Uh, so there, there is a way to check and see uh, what... Uh, Google is doing uh, they and what they have about you and what they've saved about you. And so I was kind of kind of curious. I do have a Google account. 
Uh, and so I logged into my Google account. And now here's the weird thing is that in my Google Google account, I had I had what I thought cleaned it out, cleared it out, cleared out all of the search data, web, you know, I had had all of that stuff, which I thought was clean and cleared and emptied and zeroed out. Uh, Google introduced a new page called the My Activity page, uh, myactivity.google.com. And at that, from that page, you will be uh, shown all of the activity that you have been uh, engaged with Google. And in my instance, it went all the way back to 2012. You know, and again, it was, you know, Kate Bush videos and, you know, uh, Nick Kershaw video searches and stuff like that. But still, you know, it's like, oh, wow, I'm still searching for the same shit that I was uh, four or five years ago. Nevertheless, I went through, uh, I figured out how to uh, remove all of that stuff. And so once again, for the third or fourth time, I've, uh, for what I think I've done is removed or deleted or cleared what I've done uh, in Google over the past few years. Uh, again, that's uh, Google's My Activity page. Uh, you can find that if you have a Google account. You might want to check into it. Also, check into your account settings, all of that fun stuff. Uh, if, if you believe in two-factor authentication, you may want to uh, enjoy that feature. And you actually may want to employ two-factor authentication for many accounts. Because people be looking. <laughs> You're not on Facebook, are you? <laughs> you know, how many of you are on Facebook? Who is on Facebook? I used to have a Facebook page. Like, I had it for about a year. I don't know why I had it, but I had it. And then I got rid of it. I think I spoke about that. Hmm. Uh, real quickly, though, uh, there, you know, I don't even know if I should talk about this or not. Maybe I shouldn't. Uh, let's let's stay uh, with the car theme crap, shall we? Uh, recently, uh, if you are one of those people who get tickets for parking, uh, you'll be happy to know that a 19-year-old recently created a, uh, a sort of like a, an AI bot that so far has beaten almost 200,000 parking tickets. Uh, reports say that the, um, that the, the bot is very efficient. And again, has worked out uh, very well so far. British programmer Joshua, what is his name? Joshua Broder, Browder, uh, launched the beta version of the bot in London in, uh, last September. And in one month alone, 3,000 people used the, the service to appeal their parking tickets and won. Uh, this past April, Browder launched the bot again in New York City. And so far, uh, it has appealed uh, over 200,000 parking tickets, uh, giving it a 64% success rate. Uh, it's, it's, it's an AI sort of bot that uh, reports are calling it an AI lawyer. But it just goes to show you that, uh, yeah, if, if you want to, uh, if, if you think that you have a parking ticket and uh, you received it in, in, uh, sort of an unjust manner there you have a little ammunition and who who likes parking tickets i mean i don't like parking tickets no one likes parking tickets <laughs> parking tickets suck and you know in chicago that's exactly what you get is a parking ticket uh for many of you including myself uh you have to uh be uh, how do I even start this off? Uh, you have to use Microsoft Windows every day because you work for a company. 
And a lot of us do. A lot of us work for companies, and a lot of us have to uh, use Windows. Uh, recently, though, uh, reports say that Microsoft uh, recently paid uh, $10,000 for the automatic installation of Windows 10 uh, because a California woman said that Microsoft uh, forcibly pushed Windows 10 on her Windows 7 computer, uh, leaving her with uh, where she was unable to roll back the Windows 10 update after it failed, leaving her with an unstable and an unresponsive computer. So she sued in Sausalito, uh, California. Uh, she said she had never heard of Windows 10 before. No one ever asked her if she wanted to update or anything like that. Uh, after uh, attempting to fix the problem with Microsoft support, uh, she then w- uh, proceeded to sue the company for a new computer and the loss of earnings, winning $10,000. Microsoft dropped its appeal to avoid further legal expenses, leaving Microsoft, of course, in the guilty range. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's just that's just one of many cases against Microsoft where people have been complaining about Windows 10 being forced on them. There are solutions. Uh, you, you could actually do a registry hack, if I'm not mistaken, to um, slow down the notifications or stop it in its entirety. Or uh, there's there's actually, and I'm trying to find it here, uh, there's actually a uh, gentleman who wrote a little piece of, piece of software, rather. Um, let me try to pull that up. Uh, his name is Steve Gibson, uh, and he wrote a little program called Never 10. Uh, you can go to grc.com, and then you can click on uh, Freeware. And then in his freeware section, uh, he has uh, a program called Never 10. And uh, if you enable this little uh, piece of software that uh, Mr. Gibson wrote, it will um, pretty much... Uh, Stop the nagging. Uh, you can enable and disable uh, this uh, Never 10 to, um, you know, allow you to be nagged or to unnag to update to Windows 10. There's a lot of people out there on Windows 7, Windows 8, Windows whatever that really have no desire for Windows 10. And so uh, that's that's a little piece of software, a little bit of assurance that you can use to um, make sure that, uh, you know, well, maybe you just don't want to upgrade to Windows 10. Now, you know, I'm sort of uh, playing the devil's advocate here because I'm now an official HoloLens developer. Got my HoloLens headset. And no, I'm not going to take a photo and post it anywhere. But uh, the HoloLens headset, uh, I'm using the, uh, I actually received the developer edition uh, several weeks ago. And uh, while rather cool, it runs the Windows 10 operating system. And so, you know, I work with Windows 7, 8, 10, XP, Vista, 95, 2000. Pretty much all flavors of Windows uh, I work with and examine. Almost on a daily basis. Uh, and it's just what I do. Uh, you know, and it's just it's just part of it's part of what I do and what I accept. But uh that's that's what the HoloLens system uses. It's a it's a full blown version of Windows ten that you wear on your head. Uh one thing that I, I did find interesting, uh <laughs> after using my HoloLens for hours and hours on at a clip is that it gets real hot on your head and then my forehead starts sweating. So uh, I, a simple solution is to get the old Jim McMahon headband, you know, a, a headband, sweatband, put it on your head and then put the HoloLens on that and you're good to go. That was a tech tip. Uh, in other news, Qualcomm demonstrates uh, a new 5G system at uh, MWC Shanghai. Uh, you know, and uh, whether you like it or not, the 5G system is coming. 
Uh, it's going to be in the sub-6 gigahertz range. Uh, now, this is just strictly a prototype platform, and it's uh, in development still for testing and blah, blah, blah. But uh, some companies are already performing uh, are already performing and demonstrating their versions of 5G. Uh, uh, you know, 5G, 5G slash NR. Uh, there's other companies out there besides Qualcomm like MM Wave. And uh, whatever the case, uh, 5G promises some uh, really uh, impressive throughput. Uh, it promises uh, multi-gigabit, multi-gigahertz, new radio uh, spectrum and NR technology, yada, yada. But there's a lot of uh, issues with 5G and the reason that it's stalling. Uh, and the reason is that uh, there are a lot of 1G, 2G, 3G, 4G devices that will need to connect to the system in a legacy mode. And also 5G will encompass a very wide variation of the spectrum. Uh, so, you know, with 4G, with, with 4G, you know, you're going to have that little bit of uh, spectrum that devices need to connect and still uh, function properly on. And 5G will uh, have to actually um, compensate. And so there, there may be some problems with that legacy fallback. But until we get a uh, an appropriate standard out there, uh, we could see the new sub six gigahertz five G in our uh, spectrum coming. Uh, it almost is in the uh, visible light band wavelength, but uh, we will all find out. But that's what's coming, uh, and devices will be super fast. <laughs> Now, I don't know if it will be legal to drive with a HoloLens yet. I actually considered that, but I'd probably get pulled over, arrested, and thrown in jail. <laughs> and beat up. So for now, I'm uh, leaving the HoloLens at the house. Uh, and other news, Russia has uh, a new Big Brother law. Twice as terrifying as any law that you can Im ever imagine. And I'm not even going to talk about it. Just go search for it. Edward, Sno Edward Snowden, you know that guy, uh, he's even uh, complaining about it. And that's where he's at. He's hiding out from uh, the U.S. government. Uh, and so uh, that that's uh, check that out. That's, that's some really bizarre stuff going on in Russia. But uh, let's get on to some gadgets, shall we? Because we, uh, we're running out of time. We only have 10 minutes. How about that? Uh, so one of the gadgets that I wanted to talk about was... Uh, <laughs> it kind of looks like a flying... Okay, let me... let me. Ooh, I'm glad I didn't say that. Uh, it's... <laughs> Do your own interpretation of what this looks like. But it's called the Rome E Flying Selfie Drone Camera. <laughs> it's from Australia. Uh, and uh, basically, uh, it's uh, real retailing now for about $400 U.S. dollars. And basically, what this thing does is it's, um, it's a selfie drone. It, it follows you around. You have a little uh, gizmo that you um, have that you wear, like a watch. And uh, the drone has about a 20-minute battery life and takes about uh, uh, two two hours to fully charge. Uh, you can do live streaming. Hopefully, you're not going to live stream with a car. Uh, but the cool thing about it, uh, all kidding aside, that uh, is that uh, the Rome E, R O A M, dash E, uh, it's capable of taking 360-degree photos. So, uh, you know, there's a, if you are one of those people that have a Facebook account or you have one of the new cool um, YouTube accounts, you can post that 360-degree video to uh, your social media 
and show everybody just how cool you are with your new uh, Follow Me drone. It is kind of cool, though. I did see it, but uh, upon initial observation... <laughs> I thought it looked... Okay, all right, all right. So it looks like a flying sex toy. All right, there, there. Uh, but again, you know, hopefully, you know, it could have been a cube... It could have been, uh, you know, it could have been a round cylindrical thing, but no. Uh, but it, it is, it, it, nevertheless, it's kind of a cool little device. Uh, maybe, maybe it's your cup of tea. It certainly isn't mine. I don't need a drone following me around. But, it, you know, if you're one of those action people, sports people, whatever, uh, that's probably exactly what you need to show off how cool you are. Uh, let's let's cycle back to Google for a minute because uh, Google has released a new set of APIs that will capture even more information about what you are or who you are, what you're doing, where you're at. And this time, uh, it, it's not playing around. Uh, it's called the Google Awareness API. And these APIs will let app developers call all kinds of stuff about who you are, what you're doing, like such as your general location, the weather where you are, whether or, whether or not you are walking or running, uh, location of, of any nearby uh, Wi-Fi or Bluetooth beacons, and a lot more scary stuff. Uh, these APIs uh, were first shown off at the Google I.O. conference a month or so ago. And now they are becoming available to developers to learn even more about you. So uh, at this point, I, I, do own a, uh, I do own one smart device. And uh, it, it, it's not logged into Google anymore. I gave up on it. I really did. Uh, so that's that's kind of uh, that's kind of something to uh, keep in the back of your head, especially if you are a, a user rather than a developer. If you are a developer, well, that gives you more uh, cause to sell your ads on. What was that? The name of the the flying selfie drone is called. Crash was whispering in my ear what the what the name of the uh, drone was. It's called the Rome E. R O A M hyphen E flying selfie drone. <laughs> Form your own opinion. Seriously. Okay. Uh, last thing. Last thing on the agenda. Uh, I was uh, actually, uh, this past week, I was watching a, uh, I, I actually had the luxury of watching a movie. It was an old movie, but nevertheless, I got to watch a movie and uh, enjoyed it. And so that got me thinking about things then and now. One of the things that, uh, and again, I was just thinking off the cuff as I normally always do. Uh, one of the things that uh, that I discovered and found interesting, yet terrifying at the same time, is that a website called uh, Dangerous Things, uh, and yeah, it's DangerousThings.com. Uh, so if you go to DangerousThings.com, you will see an RFID X-Bit injection kit where you uh, will be the proud recipient recipient of an injection kit if you so choose to order one uh, and then you can inject an RFID tag into yourself uh, some hackers are calling this biohacking that's cool you can call it what you want uh, and it's from from the website uh, these things are quite interesting, nevertheless dangerous, because you are uh, injecting things inside of your body. Uh, so what are these? Uh, 
these are these are chip programmable uh, RFI R, RF tags. Uh, they're they're. Uh, <laughs> First of all, I don't recommend that you inject this shit into your body or the or these things into your body. But if you do, if you really want to be cool, uh, if you want to open things, turn on control your mobile phone or your new Hololens with your thumb. Well, this is the place that you can get the device to do that from. Uh, and, you know, actually some nightclubs, uh, a friend of mine owns a nightclub down in uh, Miami, and they actually offer uh, these injections right there on the spot. So you can come and go. You you pay $100, uh, and they will, they will inject this little RFID tag in, in your thumb, your hand, your wrist, wherever you want it, and you can come and go from the club as often as you wish. And that's the same principle with this little device. Uh, this little device is a chip programmable uh, EM4102 tag. Uh, it has a read-write ATA5577. ATA it offers tag emulation and cloning features. Uh, it's encased in a 2 by 12 millimeter cylindrical bi-compatible glass shell. Uh, it's preloaded into a sterile injection assembly, and it works with many hobby OEM and commercial RFID readers. Uh, and from what I understand, uh, it has a read-write blocker on there. So once you are once you write to the uh, device, you can uh, instruct the device not to accept any more uh, writes from uh, outside RFID writers. Uh, and it comes in a kit, oddly enough, uh, the E, what is it? The EXEMI injector assembly contains what I just told you, uh, and also, uh, the tag and it, it's, uh, encased in a biologically safe, uh, shot 8625 bioglass and preloaded into a sterile injection assembly. Um, many low, I'm reading from the website, by the way, many low cost commercial, uh, 125 kilohertz RFID readers are capable of reading the tag. The kit includes one sterile injection assembly, one single use chloroprep skin, uh, cotton, cotton swab, two sterile gauze pads in case you start bleeding, uh, one sterile small round adhesive bandage and one pair of non-sterile, non-latex non-sterile, non-latex surgical gloves. Uh, following that promptly is a warning saying that uh, the kit definitely contains dangerous things <laughs> and uh, the transponder device has not been tested or certified by any regulatory agency for impl Im implantation or inside the human body. Use of this device is strictly at your own risk and peril, I may add. Uh, so be careful with that. Uh, have fun with it. If you do have that uh, injected into you, we 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 would love to see a YouTube video. Of, uh, <laughs> we would love to see a YouTube video of you with it in action. Uh, let's wrap this show up with uh, last week's poll. Uh, I'm not going to take polls every week, but uh, I did want to take a poll last week because there were uh, a few breaches that we discussed the week before prior so I was like hmm let me take a poll um, and so uh, w my poll basically was like uh, I, I had asked uh, on uh, Twitter uh, when a company has a major data breach who is ultimately responsible uh, the first choice was system administrator the second choice was IT director the third choice was CTO slash CEO and the fourth choice was the end user. 17% uh, of you responded that uh, the system administrator is responsible, while 0% of you responded that the IT director was responsible. And an overwhelming, <laughs> like there was a lot of people that voted, an overwhelming 67% of you uh, res responded that the CTO slash CEO was responsible for a data breach. And then, of course, 16% uh, responded that the end user was responsible for a data breach. Uh, and so that concludes that uh, little poll of uh, data. 
that we took uh, a little informal poll. A few people voted on it. Thank you, whoever you were. Certainly appreciate it. We'll try to run another poll here soon. Uh, and so that's that. That's uh, that's what we're that's what we're bringing to you. That's what I'm bringing to you. Crash is in Chicago. I'm here in Boca. I hear the weather's nice and cool in Chicago. It's actually one of those weekends I should have stayed in Chicago. But nevertheless, I think I'll just go back down to Deerfield Beach and bake. Jesus, I've already used four cans of Coppertone. Uh, hopefully, the, uh, everyone will have a safe and happy 4th of July. I'm going to try to. Uh, we do have the uh, remote connection kicking really good here. We should, next time, we should use Google's faster connection. Uh, we love you all, but thank you for listening to the show. Uh, I am Gummo, your host. Uh, you can oh, duh. you can reach out to me. You can email me. Uh, my uh, email is gummo, G-U-M-M-O, at hackers.xxx. You can find me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash gummo, G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X. That's the only place I'm at. And you can see what I have to say when I feel like saying things. Uh, one is some special, uh, Jesus, I want to send a special shout out to everybody, but I just don't have enough time. So everybody that knows me that I know, have a safe and happy 4th of July. Uh, much love, mad respect to everybody out there. Tez, Denise, Brother San, everybody, all of you guys. I love you all. Thank you. Thank you for your support. We're coming up on a year of doing this. Wow, a year. Uh, anyhow, we're gonna get. I'm gonna get out of here because I, I I got some things to go do. Have a very safe and happy and joyous Fourth of July. If you're not in the United States, uh, well, just have a normal, happy, safe Fourth uh, of July, regular, normal Fourth of July, and have a turkey sandwich. Uh, but uh, other than that, uh, we will be back next week. We're going to try at least for show number thirty-seven, and I probably won't be amped up as much. <laughs> Just feeling good. Uh, and uh, again, thank you again for listening. Uh, I do enjoy your feedback, your support, your comments are, are, are certainly appreciated. Don't feel that you need to uh, keep your comments to yourself. Even if you hate something that I say or do, let me know. I want to hear from you. Uh, hopefully you won't. That'd be rude. But uh, nevertheless, uh, thank you again. Seriously, thank you for listening. Uh, we hope that you, uh, coming up on a year, we hope that you have enjoyed the show we're working to make it better, and uh, we're, we're gonna—we're not going nowhere. I swear we're not. Until then, we'll see you for show number thirty-seven. This is Gummo. I am out. I think I'm leaving. Nope, nope. Am I out? I'm leaving now. I promise I'm leaving. All right, shutting it down. All right, Crash, you got the board, man. Everybody, we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye.